0: Hi, I'm Raleigh Peterkin. And I'm Ben Ryder, And you're listening
1: to the Beat the Streets Philadelphia podcast. Beat the Streets exists to positively alter life's trajectory for urban youth through mentoring and the
0: sport of wrestling. And we're here to share some inspirational stories from the Beat the Streets community. We're excited for you to join us today. All right, it's great to be back with another episode of the Beat the Streets Philadelphia podcast. I'm Raleigh Peterkin and I'm here with my co-host Ben Ryder. And today we'll be joined by Uzman Diara, who is just such an amazing young man, and he has such a great outlook on everything and he has so much potential. And I'm I'm so excited to get into this episode today. I think everyone will really like it.
1: Me too, Raleigh. I've I've no newsman for, for a while, and I'm really excited for everyone to hear more of his story today. He's such an inspirational guy. And before we get into this to this episode, just uh, for those of you who don't have as much of a background on Beat the Streets Philadelphia, well, we are a, a, a youth development nonprofit. Uh, we exist to positively alter life's trajectory for youth across the, the Philadelphia region. We currently serve right around 1,100 boys and girls at 30 different program sites so it's it's i get inspired by our youth every day and i'm just really glad that we get to do this podcast together raleigh to share some of the stories that that exist within the beat the streets community
0: yeah yeah amazing i mean we we've done quite a few episodes already and each one of them they just get you get a new angle you get new perspective and uh i just love hearing these stories i love hearing them they're so amazing
1: Absolutely now, before we get into this month's episode with 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 Usman, I'd like to give a special thank you to our sponsors at the dick Sporting Goods Foundation. I uh, just want to really send some gratitude out for their support um they uh, they began supporting us right towards the end of 2020 during the pandemic and and it looks like we're we're really building a, a great partnership there and excited to continue working with them to have a greater collective impact on, on the youth we serve. So thank you to everyone from the Dick Sporting Goods Foundation. And let's, uh, let's get into the episode. Let's do it.
0: Welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, welcome, Usman. It's awesome to have you here today. It's an honor to be here. Cool. So, I mean, Usman, you've come through the Beat the Streets program as a student athlete, and then you've been... A volunteer mentor helping out with, you know, helping out the younger kids coming through the program, giving back, you know, while you're while you're studying at, at Drexel and while you're just doing a ton of great things in your life. You know, now your junior year, you're really been the lead mentor helping. I mean, really uh, helping run the, the mentoring program and you've done. Just amazing things for youth coming through Beat the Streets and just wanted to kind of talk to you about that journey, talk to you about your journey starting as a as a wrestler and even before that, you know, kind of life before and then, you know, what's inspired you to give so much to yourself right now and and aspirations for the future. Um, so I guess uh I'll let Raleigh kind of kick it off with more specific questions, but that's the kind of the gist of the day and thank you for being here, Rusman. Okay.
0: Yeah, man. Ben talks about you all the time and just, you know, holds you up as just such a great example of the program. You know, you went through the program, but are able to, to give back, which is amazing to have people like you helping out. And, you know, I was just wondering when did you first get involved with beat the streets? W- what was it like at the beginning?
2: I feel like I'm like a lot of the kids in the city. We all get like involved indirectly directly because beat the streets is responsible for funding. Like, um, trips to like wrestling tournaments wrestling gear and stuff like that so I think initially like once I stepped foot on the mat that's when I got involved with beat the streets but um I got more in depth like I got involved more in depth like my junior year of high school when I kind of wanted to take a step further in wrestling become a better wrestler I was looking for like outside resources and then they kind of pulled me into the mentoring side where like uh homework help and SATs became a really big thing for me so I would say like junior year of high school is when I really got involved.
0: And were you wrestling before that?
2: Yeah. I was I started wrestling my sophomore year of high school.
0: When you started wrestling, did you take to it right away? Did you did you love it? Like what what
2: is wrestling kind of meant to you over the years? I think I was one of those people who got like committed and dedicated really fast. Like I don't think I was good at first, but like I got I just like it kind of became like an addiction. Like that's all I could think about. What lessons have you learned from wrestling over the years? I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned, well, two, accountability and um, just, like, self-improvement. I feel like I've always, like, floated towards, like, individualistic sports. or well, like, within, like, a team, like, even, like, track, right? I feel like uh, the biggest lessons i learned, just, like, when you put in a certain amount of effort, like, it shows. Because you're the only person wrestling. If you're wrestling someone and then you lose to them and then you put in more work next year and you win, like that's such a rewarding feeling. And then that just kind of like reinforced the, the value of hard work. And also at the same time, like accountability is really important because only, you know, how hard you're pushing yourself. And every day I practice when you have like that last to give and you don't give it, like you just know, like you could have done more. And then like, it's all reflective of like how you perform in matches, like those little things in general.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That accountability and that it's you out there. And if you win, it's a great feeling. And you know you work harder, and you're able to achieve your goals. And I was just thinking, for from your wrestling career, what were some of your proudest moments?
2: Proudest moment? Uh, I think at this tournament, um, the year before, I think I got like majored by some kid, and uh, the year after, like the same tournament, I took them. So that was just like really, that was like really like fun to see, just like how much work I put in and like how I bridged the gap eventually. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. The, uh,
0: revenge when you're able to bounce back. And I think that's a good lesson as well. Like the resilience, right? Like you're beaten and, you know, instead of putting your tail between your legs and quitting you, you go and work hard and come back and can win the next time. And so it's a good life lesson, right?
1: Yeah. Hey, what about your, can you tell us more about your kind of first, few weeks or first season on the mat and and that experience and like what made you what made you want to try uh, the sport to begin with and just kind of that you know those early stages?
2: I think we have elite recruiting at Central because like the coach would just go around and then just like anyone who looked like they could be a wrestler he would just like point them out and I kind of felt special I was like oh he thinks I could be a wrestler so then I was like okay I want to try it out and then just like uh, I think it was just like the amount of hard work they put in and I just kind of wanted to rise to that challenge. Like I wanted to challenge some of the kids there who were just like pushing, like who were just doing more than me, who were like faster than me, who were just better. I just wanted to like catch up to them immediately. And I think that's what just kept me on.
1: Yeah, that's something that's something that I just always stood out to me about you, Usman, is your work ethic. And you know, seeing that personally, just how you know the the hours you put in to, you know, into into your your schoolwork and to studying public health at Drexel really really tough thing to do and the hours you you put in you know helping youth that Beat the Streets and then the co-op you're doing and kind of balancing i mean it's a lot on your plate and and i've always uh, admired that about you just like you're always super responsible work super hard and, and and people notice that for sure where do you think that work ethic came from and that kind of that feeling like you said when you first got on the mat you're like i want to go and rise to the challenge you know you you embrace those challenges where do you think that came from? I think um, it comes from my parents because, like, I feel like I'm just
2: always grateful for like whatever I have, just because I know like they sacrificed a lot. Like, they're immig- like I'm a first generation immigrant, and I know like they went through a lot to get me here. And like, whenever like I'm in a situation, I always think like I have to utilize like all my resources to get the best possible outcome because like someone put me in this position, so I have to t- take advantage.
0: Talk a little bit about how. Beat the Streets has impacted your life.
2: Personally, it's like, it's like basically like a second family at this point. I've made like really strong connections with a lot of the employees who work there, like Ben and Jim. Like I can literally talk to them about anything. It uses them as a resource. They can help them with connections for school, for work. And also like personally, like I've gotten to know a lot of the kids a lot more. Like they feel safe talking talking to me about whatever. And so they're basically like how Ben is to me. That's how I am to them. So it's just like rewarding to have that feeling to know that people can rely on you.
1: It makes me feel awesome to hear that. I'm just, I'm glad that I feel like it's an honor to be able to just, you know, be a part of your life and, and support any way, any way that we possibly can. And we're super proud of you at beat the streets, for sure. Talking about, uh, so you've, you've represented beat the streets on a couple different occasions. And I always wanted to, and I wanted to ask you a little more about you made a speech on behalf of beat the streets when we received, the Rob P. Levy Community Service Award. And that was in front of the, the mayor, gave that award to you. The Eagles were there. Um, and that was like a big crowd. That was a big moment. How'd you feel in that moment? You know, if I, if I was in, you know, your position at that at that age, you know, I think you were you were a freshman in college at that point, that I would have been super nervous. That was a really tough thing to do. Like, I, I uh, you have a lot of courage to do that. And you did an awesome job. So I just wanted to kind of—I was thinking about that moment and wanted to ask you more about what you were feeling internally. That—that that was nerve-wracking. Like I—I
2: I don't think I've ever talked to that many people at once. So I was—I was like really kind of like nervous, and I didn't—I didn't, I didn't want to mess up either. So that was—I was just
1: really nervous. Yeah, you did awesome. Hey, hey, Uspan, tell us about some of the things. So you're studying public health. You just got into the masters into this master's program. Can you tell us about that? Tell us about the co-op you're doing, you know, just all the things that are going, all the great things that are going on in your life that are happening right now for you.
2: Right now I'm working with uh, Dr. Harvey Rubin. He's like, he's a really great guy. Um, He's like really involved right now with what I want to do in the future. And I remember like someone gave me advice to, to like always seek like mentorship from someone who's doing something that you want to do. And basically like, he's like what I want to become later on. And um, he's been, he's also just been a really great mentor to me he has this company called Energize the Chain. And basically what they do is they use like, um, they like find ways to like, like to keep vaccines from freezing in like remote places where like, people don't have really like high access to uh, healthcare or whatever. And then like, it's really effective because like it stops people from getting like infectious diseases. So right now I've been working on him with a plan to expand that to be more than just vaccines, to be like essential medicines or like um test kits for stuff like, where you could test like for coronavirus or anything like that. So we've just been working to expand that project. And that's basically what I've been doing for all of my co-op.
0: Talk about the importance of role models in your life and then the ability to then give back and become a role model to the
2: next generation. It's such a big theme in Beat the Streets, like having a role model. Um, My role model, I think my first role model at Beat the Streets was Eric Freeman. And he was like a University of Penn medicine student medical student and just like um i think the biggest thing for me was that being around someone like that smart i was like okay like there's not much of a difference between us and i i kind of it just kind of like validated like that i could do it like i'm like he's a here here's a regular person doing such a great thing why can't i do the same so i feel like just having someone in a position and being able to talk to them like can be really inspirational so I think that's like a big advantage of having a role model. And I think I could be like a really good role model to like the student athletes we have because I come from the same places and it just shows that like they could be doing the same things I'm doing.
1: That's a really good point. I mean, that's just a super good point about, you know, I think uh, that is you, you are an amazing role model to our youth and because exactly that, and also just because of how much you care and connect with everyone. And you're just, you know, there to, to support all all the beat the streets youth coming through and, I know it's something you care about. That's important to you in life and just, you know, let you know you're doing an awesome job at it this point. Thank you.
0: And so before I was asking you about like your proudest moments in wrestling and talk about maybe your proudest moments as a mentor to the younger kids and the the
2: ability to give back. Uh, That one's hard. That one's hard. It's cause like a lot of kids like have done like really good things, but I think in general, I just, I, I love seeing growth from the kids. I just love seeing them, like, get, like when, when they first come into the Mentoring Center, how they're doing with school and how their attitudes change with school, to, like, now, where, like, they're regulars at the Mentoring Center. They're the new leaders. They're leading kids to do the same thing they've been doing in the past. So I feel like I just love seeing, like, whenever, like, kids, like, they grow personally and they just grow academically. Like, that's, like, a really big thing for me.
0: I mean, I think that's a great point. And one of the things that always impresses me about Beat the Streets is that it's, it's an organization that creates growth and changes through wrestling but the importance of the on the mat and the off the mat life and it highlights both of them and talk about the kind of interaction between those two you know there's wrestling and then there's the rest
2: of your life i think wrestling reinforces like we talk about this all the time wrestling reinforces the values you need to be successful in real life and i feel like just having like a wrestling background organization probably is what made beat the streets so much more successful than maybe if it was other sports because kids already come in with like their core values we emphasize like great compassion and service and team like kids already come in with that and then like beat the just like re-emphasizes that makes it easier for like kids to like show that when they grow up or like show that in school so i think like that's the kind of connection we have there between wrestling on and off the mat
0: what is the biggest advice that you give to young people nowadays i'm sure you give a lot of different advice but what what kind of comes to mind as something that you are really reinforcing
2: with with younger people i think this is something i've learned recently is just attempting to do something like when you have an idea right you should always put it out there shouldn't be a fear of rejection or a fear of like uh you don't have the resources yet to like you don't have to be fully ready to do something like once you set your mind to it, you should jump at the opportunity and hopefully or like maybe there will be people on your way to help you. And like um, I've just seen this a lot through like the, my co-op where like Dr. Harvey Rubin, like he's like he's like a real go getter. Like he would jump at an idea without having like the full scope of how it's going to happen. And then like he will just have like a bunch of other people like come contribute to his ideas and eventually it just keeps building up and it, it finally becomes something like that's feasible. And I feel like that, it doesn't need to be like a big idea. It could just be like, maybe like going to college. Like if I have the inclination to do it, then I should, I should attempt to do it. If you don't, even if you don't think you could do it, you can have like support from other people who help you get to that goal or whatever, like you want to do. So I think like, that's something big that I learned recently.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I wanted to just kind of ask you more about your life goals. Your life goals respond to the, you know, the, what you see. What's the what's the future look like for, for Usman Diara?
2: <laughs> I mean, the future is still kind of uncertain, but uh I just know like ultimately I just want to be able to make some sort of impact on other people's lives. And like that's that's ultimately why I'm in the public health sector. And I, I think one of my biggest things is just to find a way to like improve health in Mali, which is where I'm from. Like whether through what I'm doing right now with vaccines, whether through uh medicine or like bring in healthcare or whatever, like somehow just find a way to impact
1: other people's lives. That's amazing. I'm just really inspired by your your desire to create social impact and, you know, building a positive change for people in Mali. And so I was, I was wondering just, you know, I mean, how, how often have you gone back since being here and what makes you kind of, you know, see that as uh, the, the path, of, you know, given back to the people in Mali and uh, inspire those projects in the future?
2: It's been very rare for me to go back. I think when I first came here, it took like I went back after like ten years, but uh now that like I'm confident in my ability to not get lost on my way back and forth, like that's something I could do by myself. I don't really need my parents, but at the same time, just like the education at Drexel doesn't really allow it because we don't have we don't have like we rarely have extended periods of time off like we don't have summer breaks like I just like I'm just, just stuck in Drexel for a while, but uh I think what really got me into like the social impact was like I i always wanted to like to go in for medicine. But I remember like right before my freshman year of college, my senior year of high school, I went to I went to Mali for the first time since like second grade. And I just saw like a lot of like the things we have like healthcare or we have like um we have medicine for it that are like really preventable. You can save lives. Like they didn't have that there. So like and then just knowing that like something could be done about it, I think that's what really like pushed me towards like just wanted to like get back to that community
0: i was wondering growing up with this multicultural background from your your parents and your family if that gave you a different perspective
2: i'm not i'm not sure like i don't i don't know what other people's perspectives are to like really compare mine i feel like it's just like like it's something you take for granted so much like you don't really know how it may differ from other people's
0: yeah, well, I mean, like you were explaining, you know, going back there and seeing this other oh, yeah. society and, yeah. and, you know, having this different perspective of, you know, like a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people are not lucky enough to have that, that they only know their little bubble and they don't know yeah. much about the larger world. And so having that, having that outside perspective can open your eyes to a lot of
2: things in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would say the one thing, I guess, it, I think it makes me like a little more thoughtful, just because I know more of what's going outside. I feel like sometimes like, like we all get stuck in like what we're doing now that we can't really see how other lives are impacted by different things. So I guess I I have like a little bit more awareness on that. Like that changes my perspective slightly.
1: And Usman, you were gonna, you were, you were going to do your co-op in Africa, right? And then before COVID hit. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that a little bit.
2: That was going to be awesome because like, I would have had like, I would have prematurely been doing like what I wanted to do in the future, like in college. Basically I was supposed to go and help like, uh, like I was talking about Energizer Chain later and how like they help with uh, vaccine management and just like optimizing like who gets vaccines and like making sure that like it's really being impactful. So I was supposed to be like an implementing officer. I was supposed to go there and like help manage the program more, like make it more effective. And I was also supposed to do like on the ground research um do ethnographies also do like surveys to see like it's like basically like the in our shoes articles to see like are these people being affected by our program and how so how do we how do we get better uh what advice do they have for us and how do we take that into consideration when we're we're trying to like apply to their needs basically so i think that would have been my role
1: in africa yeah, that's exciting. Is that, is that, uh, it's just kind of on pause now, and you'll, there, yeah. there might be an opportunity for that in the future. Yeah, it's,
2: um, it's on the table because it's like, uh, for my master's program, I have like a, a very similar criteria that I have to meet that, that like co op could fulfill. So hopefully, if like COVID doesn't become a problem, then I'll be able to like just do that co op for my master's program and fulfill their criteria
0: your story is truly inspirational and I love talking about the impact that wrestling's had in your life that beat the streets has had and the opportunity to give back and you seem like you have all these ideas and you were talking about it too that you you think the importance of following your ideas and having these different uh ideas that you can actually execute on and so I I hope you are able to do something you know with molly and and all of these goals you have in the future and it's really amazing hearing from you. So I just wanted to
2: thank you for coming on the show today. No problem. It's an honor to be able to talk
1: about my story and have a platform. Yeah, thanks, Usman. And I know you will doing amazing things right now, and you'll continue to do amazing things in the future.
2: Thank you.
0: All right. Well, thank you again, and talk to you soon.
1: All right. See you guys later.
0: All right. That's it, folks. It was so nice to hear from Usman today. He is such an inspiration. He fills me with so much hope, and I love having him giving back to the next
1: generation. He really – Usman is so inspirational. It's – I'm just – I'm so glad and grateful that he is – you know, every so proud of everything he's done in his life and so grateful that he's a part of all of the the lives of, of the younger student athletes coming through Beat the Streets. He's such a, a role model, such a great example, and just really proud that we have young people like Usman involved in, in the Beat the Streets community.
0: That's what's so great about this podcast, getting to share these stories. Uh, there's so many so many people like this in the community, and it inspires me, and I hope that everyone else is inspired as
1: well. Yeah, thanks Raleigh. And to that point, if, if you were, you know, if you if you were inspired by what you heard from Usman today, consider learning more, consider getting on our website at, at btsphilly.org. Um that, there you could follow us on social media, sign up for our newsletter, and also consider making a financial contribution if you can because any of the the, the great work that we're doing it, it's not possible without the generosity of our supporters. So thank you so much for listening and we will connect with you next time.
0: Yeah, click that subscribe button so you get notified when new episodes come out, and we will see you next month on the Beat the Streets Philadelphia podcast. Thanks for tuning in.